Greetings, my fellow free low sovereign thinkers. Thank you for tuning in to the L3 Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitting from the beautiful realms of planet Earth. Today's date is Saturday, February 12th, 2022. This is episode 1503, entitled Separation or Purge. Sharing a society with the political left is impossible. Before I proceed, you can listen to me on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, JL Sovereign, Anchor, Breaker, Podbean, Reason, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Hit that like button and share it everywhere. Plus, I'm on multiple social media sites. Just type it in. Loki Luck number three or three eyes, which stands for Roman number three. In addition, you can find me on Telegram. Just look up Loki Luck Roman number three podcast. If you want to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash Loki Luck number three. Before I continue, I just got... um. Announcement to make. I try to hit the other sites for donations and it didn't work out. So I go to GoFundMe.com, which you know I'm not really too pleased, but hopefully this will work out for the for them for this family. It's help Sham Mohammed Al Qadri, Al Qadri, and uh, Sham Mohammed uh, Al Qadri was born on December 20th, 2020, in the Gaza Strip and has been diagnosed with FTT, diamorphism. Associated with delayed developmental stones and syndromic genetic disorders indicates advanced investigations. Furthermore, these genetics diagnostic facilities aren't available in Gaza Strip, so she must be conducted to another nation that has them. If you kindly please show some love and support to the Mohammed Al Qadri clan for their beautiful daughter at your best availability. For more information, please go to the link below. Uh, Facebook.com, which is for Muhammad Alquid point dot dot one or Rumble.com, virus um virus help share Muhammad Alquidi HTML. You go. The links will all be there. Thank you in advance and positive blessings to everyone. Well, yes. So um, yeah, I'm just like uh still keeping tabs what's happening right now. With uh, all the insanity and police state tactics and corporations is trying to go all up in arms. And it looks like um, one individual who's running for mayor of Boynton Beach was found guilty of trespassing and um, yeah, trespassing and disorderly conduct, which is pretty disturbing because based on the on the other uh, bills, I mean, the, her, her side of the story, she was, um, everything got fast-tracked. So it's a big turnoff. And, of course, the person I called in was actually, he's the one who stirred up the ruckus about having him put the mask. So that boy, that person, nothing more than a wuss, a soy boy, a status bitch. Excuse my language, but that's how you gotta look at it. That made him more masculine by harassing an elderly woman. That man is a coward and a wuss. Now say it right to his face. If you don't like it, challenge me to a duel. I don't care. That's how I see it. So yeah, Cindy Falco De- De- Carrado, that, who was convicted and now faces up to two years in jail, resisting the arrest and trespassing after she refused to pawn a mask at Einstein's bagels in Boca. Please call on Governor Sanders and Attorney General Ashley Mood to grant her a full pardon. So I did send her... And uh, Mr. Chris Nelson, which is a good man, by the way, from Uncensored, Chris Nelson Uncensored, clemency application. She needs it. 
actually need to fill this out. Don't just go all Ron DeSantis. You got to fill these things out. So um, that's just how it is. If she, if she wants to appeal it, she should. To hell with the system because you got to clog it up. She has a right to an appeal. And um, and sometimes her exhibition could be a little bit better, in my view, based on the video. But I have to respect her side of the story, how it all started. It's a ratification of cause and effect. Someone gaslighted to make it a big extreme. And she did have exemption papers, not to wear a mask. But you always get the little soy boys and soy girls, status hacks that, that will lick the boots of tyranny to get respect. Uncle Tom's and Angel Mama's, to be exact. And I say this ethically. That's why I get really disturbed when you get the little snitches out there think they're doing society a favor. They don't. They're troublemakers, and they're the ones in due time, Lord forbid, will be the first one in the firing squad if it goes this far. And I say, and I'm not saying this, I hope this happens to them, but it will backfire on them one way or the other, even on the legality aspect. So I'm just, you know, one of those, one of those things. And you always beware of the drama queens out there. And of course, one person now claimed was an operative. From one faction went to another. So far as I'm concerned, that person is just a hurricane performance. It need be people need to wear cowbells around the neck. Oh, my team's better than yours. Meh. All being played. I don't respectfully, I don't support red or blue. I don't believe in that red or blue method. I'm, I'm my color is evergreen liberty. That's right. It means freedom and morality. Combine the both. So um this is one thing I have to say. Is um, yeah, Justin, Justin, mass mandate for Palm Beach County buildings, including libraries, is canceled effective Monday. Two more days, too slow to spread. I agree. What took these clowns so long? And stop, people gotta stop acting like peasants. Of course, we got one on Justin Trudeau. The convoy is still going nuts. Convention of states, whatever. But you got to look at it this way, folks. Beware of the infiltrators, all right? And this is how you got to look at it, my friends. Stop. It's called, you only need Article 5. If you do, think of decentralization. We, everything's in the books as we speak. Tenth Amendment, Article 6, any commandeering doctrine. Period. That's how I'm looking at it. It's like right now, oh, this country's already ruined. Yeah, because people let this thing go. But does it mean we don't need, we need a convention of states or not? You know, we don't really, you know, that's how I look at it. Start planting the seed, nah, no tree. Thinking that locally. Now, who cares what these career politicians think? So what? They're lawyers. Ooh, they're attorneys. Oh, my goodness. Spare me the moment. Maybe they can't even tie their own shoelaces. And, you, and it's just... It's like even it's like some of the school system. You got teachers out there act like little kids because that's their environment. It's very disheartening. Remember this, my friends. You were born with natural rights. It was never taken away. They want you to believe that. That's called psychological warfare. But the information war has been accelerated. Globalism is on his on, on a um respirator right now I'm not saying it's completely dead I'm not saying our freedoms are dead everything's in, you can say everything's in like 
semi limbo. What's your what's the avenue you're gonna take? Liberty or tyranny? Do it for your families. And if you believe you're gonna be on a tyrannical side and you tell your kids, oh yeah, I arrested somebody for for the mandates. Does that make you more courageous? No, it makes you more cowardly. As a people, I don't look up to, never have, never will. So this is how I examine the world. Well, that's enough of my rhetoric. I know I'm digressing. All right. Well, this one came from the altmarket.us. Came out yesterday to be exact. Separation or purge. Sharing a society with the political left is impossible. Here's what Brandon Smith has to say. Of all the social drivers in history, the concept of freedom is the most powerful and fascinating. There are many observable objective truths in the world, and it's always important to recognize them. But the idea of freedom is more rare because it's a universal subjective truth, meaning it exists inherently in the majority of individuals. We don't learn it. We just know it instinctively. Most of us share the experience, but there is no microscope or telescope in existence that can observe that experience. We just have to trust it or perhaps have faith. Freedom has not taught us we are born with idea already hardwired. If anything, it has to be conditioned out of us. We can see the after effects of the human experience of freedom in the great upheavals that occur when our, when our societies become too rigid, too controlled, and too authoritarian. Some will argue that tyrants have no concept of freedom, and this debunks the notion that it inherited psychological quality, but this is a misconception. Many tyrants love freedom, but only for themselves. Like an obsessive compulsive, when the average authoritarian sees free movement within the rest of society, all he is chaos that needs to be micromanaged, so he is mentally unhinged by the existence of independent activity that he is compelled to crush it and impose this brand of order. If you want to understand the thinking process of the political left today, this is where you need to start. They only they believe only certain special people deserve to have freedom or deserve to live. And they are, of course, part of that group. The rest of us can't be trusted with freedom because we think the wrong way. And so we need to be controlled and fenced in. The old saying, liberty for me, but none for thee. This is not to say that some structure within society is wrong. It can be a good thing, but not when it is imposed by an elitist minority of psychopathic people. They will never be any justice within such a system. No fairness and no true progress. Authoritarianism is the opposite of progress and is an antithesis. And yet these people call themselves progressives. Freedom requires boldness and courage because it demands personal responsibility. When you are free to make your own decision, you are also free to fall. And you only and only you can be blamed for your own failures. This is a terrifying notion for most leftists and collectivists because they believe that they are owned a positive outcome regardless of their actions or merit. They believe it is their right to be taken care of by others if they are incapable of taking care of themselves, that, but that is not equality. This is equity. This is stealing wealth and opportunity from more worthy people in order to artificially inflate others that put in little or no effort. Mediocr- Mediocracy is the most 
equal system in existence because it is a freedom-based equality of opportunity, it is the epitome of fairness, equity of outcome, it is the epitome of injustice. Leftists hyper-focus on race, skin color, and sexual identity for this very reason. They are desperately searching for a way to circumvent the obstacles of freedom, merit, and individualism. If everything in society can be reduced down to race, then personal accomplishment and responsibility are no longer relevant. In the mind of the leftists, if certain people are inherently oppressed and others are inherently oppressive, then equality of opportunity is not enough and equity of outcome must be enforced. Make making everything about victim group status, thereby erases freedom and meritocracy cannot function. All persons need to do is say, I am oppressed, therefore I'm entitled. And if they meet the abroad the broad leftist criteria, they are handed a livelihood or success simply because they exist. I saw a commercial on YouTube a week ago for yet another social justice documentary titled Everything Go, Go, Everything's Going to Be All White. Once again, attempting to pontif pontif pontificate. Right, yeah, that's, that's the word. Pontificate. On, supposed, on our supposed reign of dominance across the facet of the globe. And I could not help but think this entire narrative is nothing more than a cowardly attempt to deflect responsibility. Yes, it's an also attempt to divide and conquer Western nations, but how many people are actually watching these race-hyped documentaries and TV shows unironically? According to the stats and reviews, that aren't, were, aren't very many. Nearly every claim made in these productions is based on previously debunked social justice misrepresentations of history from books, like the right frugality and movements like the 1619 Project. If you really want to get accurate representation of U.S. history in particular and the limited role slavery played in terms of modern social outcomes, then I suggest reading the, the works of Thomas Wowell, a brilliant black man, Ameri black American economist and historian with no bias of his analysis. Slavery is mere form footnote in our past, not an all-encompassing detriment of our present and future, as leftists like to argue. There is no legal slavery in America, and there is no one alive today in America who has experienced race-based slavery or has, that has been affected by it. Slavery and racism were far more pervasive in nations of brown and black people in history. In fact, some of these countries still engage in various forms of slavery today. If you want to experience actual racism as black or brown person, then travel to a country like China and see how long it takes before you are kicked out of establishment for your skin color. And I've seen video footage on that, reports, news reports on that, and that's a fact. You want racism? Go to other places. White people are not the problem. People who disrespect the benefits of freedom are the problem, regardless of their skin. We, what we need to understand is that race and oppression, oppression propaganda is not really rooted in race and oppression. It appeals to a certain subset of a population because it offers them a way to rationalize their lack of merit and their fears of freedom and consequences. If you can blame white people for all your problems and have them have this to be believed, then the temptation to fail is increased because there are no consequences 
Why work hard to make something of yourself if you can do nothing and be awarded, rewarded anyway? By extension, the racism blame game is alluring too many in society because it can be used as a weapon to harm political enemies. When leftists complain about evils of white people, what they are really thinking are about the evils of conservatives and others do not conform to the leftist ideology. They really come right out and say, but one day the documentaries will switch from dear white people to dear conservatives. The fight has not has never been about race. It's always been about ideals and principles and eliminating the ideas that contradict the leftist mission. This is why they are consistently hostile to anyone conservative, even more if that person is black. The leftist agenda is all about diminishing freedom and societal respect for freedom by whatever means necessary. Everything's about management, everything's about centralization, everything's about control. Conservatives and many moderates stand in direct opposition to this. Most of the, the most common mistake among newbies in the liberty movement is when they try to explain away leftist actions by bringing up false left-right paradigm. These people don't understand what it actually mean. means. The left-right paradigm exists at the top of the social and political pyramid. Top political and corporate leaders pretend to be in one party or the other while in reality they are working together and implementing the same policies. At the bottom of the pyramid, among the regular people, there is no false left-right paradigm. This is a very real left-right division. This is understandable now in the face of the COVID and vaccine mandates. For the longest time, I have heard people claim when the push for authoritarianism in the U.S. arrived, many conservatives will simply go along with it. Yet today, numerous conservative red states are fighting the mandates tooth and nail while leftist blue states have been suffocated by them. In fact, red states have acted as beacons of rebellion for the world. Without them, it is unlikely that the Supreme Court would have dropped Biden's federal vax mandates. The threat of war is tangible if the such mandates have ever instituted and the Supreme Court knows this. I have had met people ask me in the past why there haven't been many major actions on the part of conservatives in the U.S. against their mandates. And I have to break it to them that there are no mandates in conservative places and there haven't been for at least 18 months. None. Zero. Zip. We need to, we don't need to protest because we stopped the mandates before they could take hold. As I have said from the very beginning of the pandemic response, even if a handful of states or countries can remain free from COVID controls, they will inspire people around the world and act as proof that the mandates are pointless. And it's true. That's why in the States, we have a thing called the anti-commandeering doctrine. Tenth Amendment nullification. Not that hard, folks. Practice it. Today, as America continues to beat back the COVID agenda, there are mass protests in Canada and the UK has cut most of their COVID restrictions. Freedom spreads like wildfire once the flame, flames are sparked. Leftists hate this. COVID, like the fantasy of institution, institutional racism, is, an attempt, is a tempting vehicle to forward their ideology. If they can convince the public that they are a constant threat to themselves and each other, then it is a small matter to convince them that the government needs to step in 
and protect society from itself and from notions of freedom that might put society at risk. Without COVID, as a as a foil, the political as a foil, the political left has nothing, and they can so they continue to perpetuate the lie that the virus is an intimate threat to the majority of pe of the people, when the average infection fatality rate is a tiny 0.27%. The real action here is when a group of people hate freedom this much, how it is possible to coexist with them? The answer is we can't. Anyone who defends merit and liberty will always be a target of those that despise merit and liberty. They will never stop. They will forever be looking for ways to undermine both. If COVID mandates and race based propaganda don't work, when they will search for another tool to do the job. If one can say anything about good about good about leftists, it's that they don't give up even when they are clearly outmatched and beaten. The problem is that this dedication to their cause is not based in love or truth, but in zealotry and cultism. They are jihadists and nothing at nothing, not logic, not facts, not reason nor moral principle will convince them of the error of their ways. So, what is the solution? One could suggest that we can make it easy for them to leave. After all, they hate America as much as they do. Then, why are they still living here? Probably because most other places in the world are abysmal in comparison. And they don't want to go to this other country. They hate America. They go to other countries. They're going to get crapped on. They'll be the piece of garbage that they are. I'll continue. So, but if we keep them around, they will drag the country down to do, ter to do the same terrible level. It is, it is a con conundrum. Beyond that, what country would want them? Social justice is seen as a cancer as many countries and an injection of left mi leftist migrants would be a disaster for them economically and socially, even in nations that claim to support leftist models. Most leftists would also refuse to leave anyway because they believe they should decide the path of America's future. As much as they hate this country, they see themselves as its saviors. Yep, the wet dream agenda, right? Then there's an option of internal separation, which I see as pref preferable. This is already happening in many forms as conservatives and moderates from blue states relocate to millions to red states in the home state of Montana. There has been an influx of migrants from blue states and every single new person I have talked to is a conservative prepper whose family lived in the blue state for generations and now they finally got fed up. Vast majority of people um, moving are conservative minded and that they are now congregating. Why not carry this process forward to its natural conclusion? Red states break from blue states and from country um, counties break from red counties break from blue state control. And we live our lives the way we see fit. Let the leftists continue within their draconian economic and political models and see how well this goes for, that goes for them. I guarantee they will be fi um, finan in financial ruins within a decade. The list of most indebted places in the country is dominated by blue states. And they will be begging to return to a union with red states, except for zealous, which lose influence and they continue as they continue to fail. 
But this will not happen peacefully because, again, leftists cannot be tolerant free activity. Their OCD will not allow them to be content with living in a collectivist state of their own. All states must be collectivist before they are satisfied. People are, people are property to them, property of the collective, and people who are property cannot be allowed to make decisions without oversight. These are, there are people who are neighborly, naively argue that the establishment wants America divided and, and separation plays into their hands. Guess what? There is no reconciliation with tyrants and trying to maintain a union with them is the panicle of idiocy. There is no union. It is a figment of your imagination. I think the establishment prefers that we stay within the box, that we continue wasting all of our time and attention on trying to hold a system together that is corrupt beyond repairs. We will never be allowed to be peacefully peace, to peacefully repair what has been broken. Unfortunately, the only path this leaves is one one of violence. Leftists will have to be forced out of positions of power and influence and removed from our culture like a cancerous tumor is cut from beyond to save the body. From the body to save the body. Excuse me, folks. Sorry about that. I don't think this should be the obvious choice. I don't want to be. What I'm saying is leftists and other partners in the government and the corporate world will force the issue because they cannot help it. Like the story of the scorpion and the frog, it is in their nature to destroy. They will continue to push and steal and threaten and abuse until they get inviolable response of a punch in the teeth. Then they will play the victim like they always do. This, this crying and gaslighting will have to be ignored. In the end, those people cannot be tolerated in a free culture and the power to harm and enslave others must be removed one way or the other. Well, you don't learn from the past, my friends. We're damned to repeat it. You got a bunch of little glam people out there want attention and think the world should revolve around them. You know what? As far as I'm concerned, they're void without force. Why can I say that? They got no merit. They want respect handed to them. They can't, they can't, they can't even pay their dues. Like, like They believe they have this Palmolivist ideology. Dishpan hands. When folks to do their own work. They support um, universal basic income. UBI. I don't believe in that. I believe in honorable charity. In good faith. Voluntary. They don't. That's the difference between myself and a lot of those clowns out there. Don't get me wrong. There's some good folks that I know who are Democrats. We can have great discussions. Well, I disagree on everything, but they want, they agree on one thing. We need to stick to death because you never know. But now you got others believe the world should revolve around them. They're the burden. They're the parasites. They're the ingrates. And I say that ethically. Not judging on them directly, but their actions. This is what's going to happen. Ghosts, it'd be probably ghost, ghost worlds in those areas. Cities, cities with that mindset could become graveyards. What's going on in Detroit, L.A., possibly Chicago. People are leaving, and New York City as well. People are leaving, which is horrible. That's why I support decentralization, nullification, any commandeering doctrine. 
is in our heritage, folks, in these United States. It's time, it's time to let our contemporaries execute it thoroughly. This is why I tell folks, the more you know, the more you know about your rights and the laws, the more you exercise it, the less you fear. Don't be afraid to speak your mind. If they get offended, who the hell cares? If they try to threaten you by any means, even including physical force, use it when it's necessary. That's the only people like that's the only language they can speak. They can understand. It's the one they get physical or use violence. Give them a taste of their own medicine if you have to. But always use complex words as well. You don't have to use profanity. That's too good for them. You'd be you'd be doing them a favor. Well, that's how I look at it. Respect is earned, not given. If you don't like them, like my like my um, viewpoint, who cares? Your feelings are hurt. Don't bother me one bit. Prove me wrong if you dare. And Brandon Smith as well. All right, that will be it. I thank everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share throughout your social media networks. If you have any questions, comments, and things that's interesting out, whatever you do, please send the correspondence to the quorum. Furthermore, I'll leave the footnotes, the footnote of this article, and of course, the GoFundMe site on my page. If you want to contact me, go to luckylucknumbers03 at protimail.com. If you want to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash luckylucknumber3. If you want to support Brandon Smith's work from alt, altmarket.us, feel free to do it. There's a site in there. And please support Muhammad's family for the daughter, Sham, on GoFundMe. I'll be doing that as well, okay? Once again, thank you for your time. Plus, always remember that the demoniac resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love, and may your guardian spirits be with you.